you know, first of all, happy Thanksgiving. And um, I know it's been a while since I dropped an episode with just me on a Thursday. So what better than to drop it on Thanksgiving? This is Thanksgiving always been rough for me because around this time it's my mama's birthday. And I really miss my mama. You know, you hear me talk about her so much. And I love my mama. Sometimes, for people that lost their mother, especially when you was close to them, you always want to hear her voice. You all, especially when times are hard or rough, or you're going through a lot. And this year, I really miss my mom. Because so many things I went through from a breakup, just still trying to navigate uh, me and my wife trying to recon- reconcile um, my job, the changes to the podcasting uh, world, and everything. Whenever I was in a rough or tough position, my mother always gave me some encouraging words for me to live by and to, to get through. And I miss those encouraging words. But the good thing is that she raised her son to be a strong black man. That no matter what, I'm going to survive. So with that being said, welcome to the Smokers Lounge. Thanksgiving edition. And you know who I am. I'm Cameron Summer Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Your host. Find all my links. With one link, allmylinks.com bags. Slash Porn Rap Star. Y'all know the sponsors. Y'all know where to find me. This Thanksgiving, I don't really feel like going through the full stick today. Um, how y'all doing? I hope that y'all enjoying when he, when you listening to this, whether it's in the morning, whether it's in the evening, that you enjoyed your Thanksgiving. I hope you got a lot of stuff for the kiddies and your family for Black Friday. Me, myself, this weekend, I will be attending my sister's um, vow renewal because they went to justice of peace. They didn't go the church route, so they decided let's do a church uh, wedding, something that we didn't get to do. You know, so congratulations to my sister and her husband. It's gonna be fun. I get to see a lot of my family. I hate that my two daughters are not gonna be able to go, so my family can meet both of them one day. I guess one day. Um. This has been an interesting week for me. Spotify has now moved the goalpost because now Spotify has made it hard for me to make money with ad revenue, which is kind of fucked up because before they wanted you to have a thousand listeners, but they allowed it to be across all the platforms that you distributed to. Now it's only Spotify. Full disclosure. Y'all motherfuckers don't listen to this on Spotify for so much. It's crazy how Apple and these other platforms, they, y'all go there. Y'all don't go to Spotify for so much. You know, period. And I hate when platforms want to change the goalpost. Because now you fucked up my money. And it's crazy that Spotify is doing this because they're not making money. So they're trying to do everything they they can to minimize our money so they can make more. Even though y'all are the most um, 
streamed site out of everybody other than YouTube. Spotify is up there. If YouTube ain't number one, Spotify is. I'm on all these platforms, and y'all gonna take that into account. So now I can get. I got to literally have a thousand people listen to my podcast. For me to get advertising And it got to be a thousand people on Spotify Do I have a thousand people Listen to my podcast? Yes But not just on Spotify Which is fucked up So Now I have to reconfigure things I have to rethink things You know I'm debating In January do I even put Advertisements In my episodes Because let's just be honest What's the point? It's not like I'm going to make money with it um, of course, it's going to be adjustment moving the premium smoke room from Spotify to XI Bunny because XI Bunny is a new platform. Really started this year, um, late the year before. And now, you know, even though I was getting subscribers on Spotify, Spotify, as usual, wants to do takedown notes and stuff, which is funny. I haven't since I done moved. The premium smoke room and I've not uploaded nothing on the premium smoke room on the Spotify. I haven't gotten the takedown notice since. And for you premium smokers, I am not uploading nothing else from the premium smoke room to Spotify. If I upload, it's gonna be a free episode. For the most part. YouTube flagged my flag my shit again. Um, and what's funny, it wasn't even a video, it was an audio video, which I don't even know why they flagged it. It's like these platforms just change the goalposts because they're worried about the money that they're not making. Because why would you change it? They ain't got shit to do with sponsors because y'all get sponsors. But y'all use the guides of y'all rules to prohibit creators to make the most potential money. You know, period. Because a lot of these creators, their money is based in YouTube. Thank God I'm not one of them. Between my porn and the money I do make from podcasting and my nine to five, I'm not worried about no fucking YouTube. Actually, right now I'm currently open uh, uh, uploading audio videos because I don't feel like going through trying to upload all the video videos to YouTube. For what? YouTube is not my main vehicle. You know. Rumble's not my main vehicle. And, uh, so, it's just crazy how this year has been a change. And a lot of adjustments for me, personally as well as professionally. And also, wanting to make money with my co-host. And the, the hardest thing is, is... Wanting to make money for them so they can see a profit from what we're doing. All this work we're doing. So it's not much of a labor of love. I had my feelings hurt yesterday with one of my co-hosts. And she wasn't trying to hurt my feelings. I'm not mad at her. It just just made me feel bad. She wasn't feeling well. Now, whether I'm paying them or not, if you're not feeling well, we're not going to record. I want you at your best. Especially if I'm going to fuck if we making money together. I don't want a half-ass episode. But she was like, you know, can not reschedule? I'm not feeling well. It's not like I'm making money from this. I'm doing this for free. And it made me feel bad because 
these ladies give good takes. And I want to see them win just like me. I want to see them make money just like me. That's why, yeah, that premium smoke room is going to be split six ways in January. I'm telling them promote, promote, promote so we can get subscribers to Excite Bunny for them to make money. So if you're listening to this and you love our content and you know we got good content, go over to Excite Bunny. The, the fucking link is in the damn description and get a membership. It's three tiers. Three tiers. Plenty of perks for you. I know y'all would love to get shouted out on, a, on one of these podcasts. I know you would love to. You have a question that you would love to ask one of the hosts that you would love to hear on air. They showing titties. They, these ladies are putting in work. Let's reward them smokers. Because it seemed like all the platforms are trying their damage to keep me from building an empire. Because they're worried about their empire crumbling. So, and I'm not begging you to get it because I'm not a beggar. I'm employing you to. Because it's good fucking content, man. Great content. I, I feel I have one of the best podcasts in the game. Like this one lady that I just interviewed. And I hit her up. They were like, yo, I want to bring you back into summer. She said, that's too soon. She was like, we just did it and this, this. And let me explain something to people. I pre-record episodes. Your episode may not drop for a month, two months, maybe three months. Might not drop for two weeks. It, I treat this just like porn. Anything I might record this month, I don't drop for another month because I don't believe just dropping as soon as I record it. And I pre-record stuff. So if me and her record it, it probably won't going to drop to January or February because the episode that we're doing. If it was a premium smoke room, it damn sure won't going to drop because I already got premium smoke rooms lined up all the way up to fucking February of next year. You know, period. And, yeah, because you want to know why I pre-record? Because, let me tell you another reason why I don't pay y'all motherfuckers. If I was able to. Some of y'all fuckers ain't dependable. If I did a weekly episode, I probably, majority of the time, would probably be recording for myself. Because you know how many times I had somebody cancel, do a no-call, no-show, oh, I forgot, I fell asleep. Not mad at them because once again, I'm not paying you. So how can I complain? But then again, if I was paying you what I'm paying you for. I would have lost money. So I'm supposed to pay you before we do the interview. And then you tell me, oh, well, you know, I got a family issue and we need to reschedule. Now, if I'm paying you, I expect the day that I book your monkey ass, we fucking record. I don't want to hear no goddamn excuse about your fucking family. But y'all don't take that into account when you ask to get paid. You know how many females that canceled on me within a week? Because of various reasons. Not mad at them because they're legitimate reasons. But imagine if I paid them. And then I done paid you 200 300 Now you canceled on me. You may not be able to record for another month or so. Or worse. I don't. But you go MIA on me. So I done lost fucking money on your dumb ass. 
And you know how many platforms pay their talent, pay, pay people to come on their podcast? Very few. Not everybody's like Vlad TV who making millions. Adam 22 don't pay none of the people that come on his shit except for Plug Talk. You wonder why he pays them? Because he ends up fucking them at the end of the interview. So yeah, I run my shit a certain way. I haven't changed one bit. I work my ass off. I probably do more content than the average. That's because I love doing this. And this is the game that I choose to change after leaving porn. Trust me, I miss the game. But I don't miss the headaches behind it. And then like and then on top of that, the porn community slash swinger community of North Carolina is the suckiest community of all North Carolina. Now I'm happy to hopefully me and Miss Angel Meeks and her husband become good friends and I can indulge in the lifestyle with them. And, and hopefully he can do some pictures for me. But it's a damn shame that you were swinging over marriage and you can't even find someone to play with or a swing event to go to to enjoy yourself. It's crazy that states like Tennessee, Virginia, even the D.C. area, hell, Atlanta has more of a swingers paradise than that of North Carolina. Hell, South Carolina got more going on than we do. And all the people in this community, they're so scared and skittish. I'm like, for what? But I digress. So, 2024 is going to be interesting. I'm actually scared. Because I thought 2023 was going to be a breakout year, and it kind of was, and kind of wasn't. I mean, I ain't going to front. I got some interviews that I didn't think I was going to get or land. But I also learned that people have fucking egos. Real big egos. It's like trying to... People don't realize how hard it is to get interviews and secure interviews with some of these motherfuckers because their egos so fucking in the clouds that it's amazing. Oh, and by the way, half y'all motherfuckers with these egos ain't done shit to deserve it. I've hit up ladies countless times wanting to interview them. Interview. I had one lady say, well, are you paying for the interview? Once again, if I didn't pay my girl, Bella Lexi, who is socially relevant, if I didn't pay Sarah J, who is socially relevant, why would I pay you and you're not even on their level? I got ABN nominated and award-winning people coming on my podcast on a regular basis but your ass want to get paid because what you shot with Naughty America. Wookie, wookie, wookie. And I'm not knocking you. You have the right to ask for pay. You have the right to decline. But I digress. Like I said, the respect for podcasters is amazing. I sit there and hear how Manny Bean them say they don't want to interview artists because once again, they don't get the respect that they deserve as podcasters. Despite the fact that, see the thing is, helps artists get seen and heard, Joe Button and all these, but these motherfuckers here, they, once again, that ego. It's funny how money and fame gives people an ego when they didn't have one before they got in it. Now, 
Enough about my issues and rants and complaints. You know what they say, when you complain, no one cares. But this week has been interesting because everybody been talking about the Puff Daddy situation. And if you've been in a rock or you don't know or you oblivious or you're just an idiot, Puff Daddy got sued by Cassie for $30 million. I heard that he settled 24 hours later for $50 million. I heard what Slim Thug had to say about the Cassie situation. So I thought maybe me being, have been in the music industry, my thoughts on it. Maybe y'all might want to hear it. Maybe y'all don't care less, but we about to, but we about to go. Even back in the day when I was doing music and I was running around with Twip, we heard the rumors about Puff Daddy, his parties and all this stuff. And let me explain something to you. Puff Daddy settled. And I'll speak to Slip Thug in a minute. He settled because there's a certain thing called discovery. Discovery means that you got to show evidence, you got to show proof, and the whole nine that this person did these things, and the whole nine. Now, before he settled, he talked to his lawyers. The lawyers, they had to get the evidence to make the decision on whether or not they should settle or not. You want to know why he settled? She had enough receipts that he would have lost that case. And the discovery would have opened the door publicly to everything he'd have done to her and others. See, Puff Daddy saw what happened to Bill Cosby. Now, actually, he's on the path like that of Bill Cosby because when Bill Cosby settled, you saw what happened down the line. Now, Slim Thug kept saying, why didn't you go with the cops? This, this, this. Why you this? Then when someone explained to him why she didn't, well, I don't know that. You know, it's just to me, I'm looking at it from this. Slim Thug, you want to know why you can't understand? Because one, you've never been, you, you never had anybody around you that being abused or raped or anything of that nature. You have not been abused or raped. Two, you ain't even fucking relevant in the industry no goddamn more. When the last time we heard a song from Slim Thug? Yeah, I, I, I'm waiting. We haven't. You haven't been relevant since shit early 2000, nigga. When I was active. But the reason why she didn't say nothing. Puff Dad is one of the most popular men in music. And he's not only connected in music, but also outside of music to some very powerful people. That's always been the case, people. Puff Daddy's dad was one of the biggest drug dealers in New York. So he's connected to the streets. He learned the business from Pharrell. I mean, Harrell. I can't think of his name. From Uptown Music. So him fucking over artists is on par with many of the record execs that he learned from. Because what the fuck do you think they did? They fuck over artists. All these stories you hear about Puff Daddy not paying people, this, that, and the third. Yeah, it's fucking true. You want to know why? Because the whole point is 
the record labels, record labels through history has always fuck over artists. This is nothing fucking new. Unless you own your masters, unless you have your own record label or you're a producer your damn self, you don't make money in the music industry. Sorry. These artists make money touring. They don't make money with the actual music. Especially now since streaming is the king. Do I believe Puff Daddy had something to do with Kim Porter's death? Yeah. Do I think he had a lot to do with a lot of people's deaths? Yeah. The record business is dirty, people. And he comes from that era where it was the dirtiest. A lot of these power men took advantage of women. They raped women. They drugged women. They coerced women. That's nothing new. So everybody's acting shocked. That he settled fast. Yes, he settled fast because he didn't want the information to get out. But now it's a chink in the armor. Because if you look at it, Bill Cosby settled. Later on, it came to bite him in the ass and he went to jail. Same thing about to happen to Puff. Now, with Puff settling, it didn't save him. It actually killed him. Because now, everyone's saying, you know something? You know why you said it? Because you know it was true. Because I would fight for my innocence. Ain't no fucking way I'm going to settle and pay you and I know you're lying. He didn't want the truth to come out. Why do you think he had all them girls and everybody that he gave his royalties back to? Sign an NDA because he didn't want them to disparage him because he's trying to do something major that we don't know about. That his image, if not cleaned up, will fuck him up for making that money. But now that this lawsuit, guess what you're going to see? You're going to see less of Puff Daddy. A lot of people are going to back away from Puff Daddy. He's going to lose a lot of shit and a lot of money other than that 30 to 50 million that he had to kick out. He's going to lose endorsements. He's going to lose prestige. He's going to lose ground in the industry. You've seen what happened when someone get accused of sexual assault or rape. Their career is dead. We've seen it going through the situation with uh, Jonathan Majors. And Kane. Every other video I see on damn YouTube, either they talking about replacing Kane and getting rid of Jonathan Major, or they talking about keeping Jonathan Major. Disney don't even know what the fuck they want to do with this dude. Based off of his, and despite the fact that she has been charged herself for shit and recanted her statement. But unfortunately, we can't even trust that because sometimes females do that shit because they are scared. So we have to wait till this court case conclude before we know what happens to Mr. Major. Now I remember seeing the picture that TMZ took of him looking sick and people saying he's staged and that, hell no. Motherfucker, how the hell are you going to look after you just basically gave up damn near 50 million? You supposed to be happy and dancing? And he knows it's not over. He knows that now the chink in the armor. He knows now that the floodgates is open. He has another court case, which I just heard shots out of Lovely T were talking about. Oh, that's going to help her case now. No telling who else might come out the woodwork to come at him. And the only reason Mr. Slim Thug, she did not file a criminal 
complaint was because the statute of limitations has ran the fuck out. So she had a choice to either sue him for money or not do nothing at all. And here's the funny part. She might have not even sued him if he had gave her the money, actual money that she that she actually really made off the royalties and didn't try to have her sign an NDA. I think that would just start the broke down back and made her decide to sue. Damn. You did all this shit to me and now you want me to have an NDA? You ain't even apologetic about it. And people ask, well, what Carissa going to say? Carissa ain't going to say shit. She's a fucking city girl. She up his ass. She's up his ass. She's trying to get the nigga to marry her ass. She's trying to get the nigga to put a baby in her. Damn funny how he don't want to pregnant her dumb ass. Well, see, that's the reason why, and that's the reason why people don't realize Puff Daddy has a lot of sway in this industry. He has killed careers. He has murdered careers. So do you think that Cassie, who sat there and saw how many people enabled this man to do what he did, helped this man to cover it up, and knew what he was doing and said nothing, what makes you think that she was willing to come out? You want to know why? Because nobody would have believed her. And even if they did, they wouldn't have done nothing about it. So she was left with no choice. Well, she was going to do. Well, she was going to do. Not shit. She was fucked. She had a choice. She could either. She could either. Not do nothing. And deal with this nightmare or step up and handle it. Now, at the same token, a lot of people say, well, why didn't she just turn down and want to call it and go to court? You want to know why? She had 50 million reasons why not to. Because she knew that 50 million hurt his pocket. She also know that the fact that him settling hurt him more than y'all realize. Because now it shows a sign of guilt. A sign of guilt. So she accomplished what she wanted to do. And Aubrey all day, shut the fuck up because I don't see you trying to sue his ass. I don't see you doing anything to put him behind bars. You just want to bitch and moan and complain. And you probably mad that she got the money and you ain't got shit. You still hoping they can bring back the talk. You still looking for work, boo. So you mad at Cassie because she had the balls to go ahead and take this nigga to court and you didn't think about doing it your damn self? You said money over accountability. No, boo-boo. He was still held accountable. That's why he gave up that goddamn money. That's why he settled within 24 hours. He didn't want to fight that shit because he didn't want certain shit to get out. So you got to realize that a lot of these celebrities behind the scenes do dirty ass shit and they have people around them to cover it up and to save their ass. Puff Daddy is just one of the ones they just came out on. Trust me, Slim Thug, he got a lot to say, but I bet you die he got some skeletons in his closet. A lot of these artists do. A lot of them. I'm hearing motherfuckers talking about Jay-Z. I'm like, damn, what the fuck Jay-Z do? But it wouldn't surprise me. He got 
Skeletons in his closet. Because the richest niggas didn't become rich because they were great. They became rich because they fucked somebody over to get that money. The question is, how bad of a fuck did they do? You can't become a billionaire if you don't step on toes. You don't become a billionaire if you don't cross people. You don't become a billionaire if you don't fuck somebody over or do some ill shit to get there. That's facts. Everybody got some shit with me, just how much shit you got. So, I'm here to see what moves happens moving forward with Puff Daddy. Because at the end of the day, the Kim Porter situation, Kamora Lee, everybody done spoke on this. It's so many people done spoke on Puff Daddy. It's like, it like the, the pile on effect. I told you. All it takes is one. One to change course and shit. One to open up the floodgates. Look what happened to Bill Cosby. Look what happened to R. Kelly. What you do in the dark comes to light, people. You cannot avoid that. In our community, the porn community, Christian Triple X is now catching flack. Being uh, accused of sexual assault, sexual harassment, and stuff of that nature. Do I think he did it? I don't know. Is it a good possibility? Yeah. Because like I said again, a lot of these motherfuckers have egos. They think they can't be touched. They think they can't be brought down. They think they're Teflon. It's funny as hell. Christian Triple X is sitting here blocking everybody talking shit about him. But I'm going to say this again. You wouldn't be worried if you didn't do some of this shit. Everything's a sign of guilt. I'm not going to block you. If I didn't do nothing wrong. Ain't no one going to accuse you of shit if you haven't done nothing wrong. Now, I'm getting twisted. I've been accused of a bunch of shit, and I ain't do nothing wrong, and it came out down the line. But here's the difference. The people that accused me, I never blocked them. I let time pass, and when people saw their character, they saw it wasn't Bob, it was them. But apparently, there must be some smoke to that fire because Christian Triple X has been taking painstaking um, care to block everyone that had something negative to say about him. Yeah, and he's from that era where porn was at its dirtiest. He was. Don't get it twisted. There's females that got good experiences with him. There's girls that got bad experiences. But unfortunately, bad experiences outweigh the good. And sometimes even make the people that had a good experience with you question that experience. So... I don't know what will happen to Mr. Christian Triple X. I don't know if he's going to be, what can be done to him. But is he going to hurt his business, his career, or what have you? I don't know. It might, might make girls not want to work with him. He might go back and stick with trans, transgender girls. But nonetheless, I find it crazy that he been called out. I heard Finney got called out earlier this year for shit. A lot of people been called out for a whole bunch of shit. Now, Finney, I'm not even going for it. Finney shouldn't have been called out. Now, Christian, I don't know. I never met Christian. I never talked to Christian. But it, trust and believe when you're being accused of these things, 
Because the one thing Vinny was never accused of, Vinny was never accused of sexual assault. These guys being accused of just straight up sexual assault. So it makes you wonder, is it true? They said that 2023 was going to be the year that a lot of things will be revealed. And there have been a lot of revelations this year. When it comes to porn, when it comes to music, when it comes to everything. So, so I'm done. I, I earned, well, am I done? Let's see. What's, what else can I discuss today? Man, I'm trying to think. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's just to me, I just find this world interesting. You know, I even saw O'Shea Duke Jackson. He decided to do a video. I already know what he's going to do because he's a man. He's a man of spirit, dude. So, of course, he's going to try to spin it to where it favors Puff Daddy. See, this is what happens when you date women and they don't respect you. So, they decide they want to sue you for sexual assault, even though you probably did sexual assault them. So... You need to, you know, men stop dating with women that are going to talk. You know, this is old Shay Jackson back at it again. I'm pretty sure Kurt Hover going to say some stupid shit, too. He probably going to say something like, uh, Puff Daddy should have whooped ass some more. It's funny how the man's feel. Even though it's clear cut, niggas do wrong. Y'all find a way to put it on the woman. That's what I hate about the man's feel. Y'all are the biggest bunch of beta males in the fucking world. And O'Shea, you kind of one of them, buddy. Because it seems like every video you do is to trash a woman, whether she's in the right or the wrong. But I get it. That would get you money on YouTube. And I find it funny that you talk about American women with your ass in Africa. That's hilarious to me. But I digress. But I do like O'Shea. Don't get it twisted. He does have some good points. But once again... A broken clock is right twice a day. That don't mean you're going to wear it. Or use it. So. And then of course. My favorite podcast Joe Button. I heard. Decided that he, he didn't talk about it. He danced around it. Were y'all even shocked? Puff Daddy gave this nigga opportunity with nobody else. He was on Revolt TV. He paid on me on Revolt TV. He invited Joe to parties in the whole nine. I remember when Joe got signed to Revolt. He up there at the damn New Year's Eve party with Puff Daddy. So what the fuck make you think Joe was going to say anything against Puff Daddy? He wasn't. As much as y'all think that he's such the rebel he is, no. He's just as industry as the rest of these niggas. And I love Joe to death. He's just as much industry. You see him talk all that shit. But then as soon as Carter B said something, he clams up. As soon as Drake said something, he clams up. He probably worried that Puff Daddy going to send somebody to kill him. And then added the fact that he been pulled up on by Cecil's brother and was jumped in the club to the point that he got to get a fucking bodyguard tells you a lot. He probably worried that he said something that Puff Daddy might fucking shut shut him down in the industry cause trust and believe Puff Daddy got that ability and Joe knows it that's why he didn't say nothing that's why he ain't talk about it that's why he ain't mention it he knows who buttered his bread see academic got balls cause academic don't give a shit Joe does 
Because Joe has a has a strong relationship with Puff Daddy. He probably got Puff Daddy on speed dial. And guarantee it wouldn't surprise me if Puff Daddy's rep called Joe and said, Don't you say shit, motherfucker, if you if you value your life and your family. Joe won't gonna say nothing. That's why I understand why y'all even went and went on the Patreon. Did you think he was gonna say something thought provoking or what now nah, he gonna dance around that shit. He's scared of Drake. As much shit as this nigga talk, he's scared of Drake. Any of it, but Mighty fucking funny, he had a lot to say about L.A. Reid, but the reason why he had a lot of shit to say about L.A. Reid, because L.A. Reid done him dirty and fucked him over. See, the funny part is Puff Daddy never done him dirty, and he owes Puff Daddy, so that's why he ain't say nothing. But see, ain't none of you YouTubers from the stop to Chicks Move ever said anything or thought about that. He's connected to Puff, so do you actually think he was going to talk shit about Puff? Think again. Did he was gonna allow anybody else to talk shit about Puff? Think again. But you hear L.A. Reid to the fire. You hear Charlemagne to the fire. You held so many other people to the fire, but not Puff Daddy. You wanna know I could Puff Daddy too fucking powerful? He's more powerful than Joe can ever be. So Joe didn't want to go to war with a god because he's mortal when it comes to him. So for everybody that's sitting here shocked that Joe didn't say nothing, don't be shocked. He's academics said it best. Joe is his industry as it comes. Smoke weed every day. He won't gonna say nothing. He won't gonna come in Puff Daddy. He won't be gonna conversate about it. You wanna know why? Because the simple fact of he don't want his shit to be fucked up. People do not people underestimate the power that Puff Daddy has. And Cassie, let me tell you what she about to do with that 50 million. She about to get the fuck out of the country because her biggest word, that Puff Daddy might murk her ass. Because guess what we done heard so many times? Puff Daddy gets people killed. He gets people assassinated. Smoke that over. So Swim Thug, I want you to think about it. That's if you even listen to the podcast. The reason why she didn't go criminal, who the fuck would have believed it at the time when she did it? Who the fuck would have gave her the time of day? Think about it. It took years for her to make that move. And she did it secretly. Trust and believe. If Pup Daddy knew she was going to do this, we might have heard that her and her husband had a small accident. So... So, happy Thanksgiving to all my smokers. Y'all know what to do. It's in the description. Go subscribe to Primo Smoke Room. I got a huge end of the year event called the End of the Year Smoke Fest where I'm dropping Premium Smoke Room episodes every day the last week of the year. As well as end of the year episodes of each of the podcasts. In order for you to enjoy these, you're going to have to subscribe. You And you can subscribe to the smallest tier which is the cigar room. We have the hookah lounge, which is the second tier. And the third tier which is the VIP smoke room, where we have special, special episodes that's a little bit more wilder than the cigar bar episodes. You feel me? Plus, I've been loading some archive, older episodes from the premium smoke room for y'all to catch up on and check. So, 
With that being said, we're at the end of another episode. You know how we end these things all day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. Happy Thanksgiving. Enjoy your turkey. Enjoy your family. Enjoy this podcast.